0: Welcome to Desert Island Events, the event industry's creative podcast in which we talk to event professionals about their dream event. I'm your host, Norman Cameron, and I have joining me on the island today, uh, my new friend, founder of Breaker Runners and brand ambassador for Raker Vodka, Fabiano Latham. Welcome to the show.
1: Hello, it's so nice to be here in this island, this desert island with events. Is that how you say Yeah, it?
0: <laughs> yeah, Desert Island Events.
1: Sweet, yeah. Stoked to be here. Thank you very much.
0: You are most welcome. So, first of all, for anyone who doesn't know you or Breaker, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Break is great. I work for it. Next question. <laughs> <I'm joking>. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've been. I think I've been doing this job for like four, four years now, maybe four and a half. Um, and Reika Vodka is very much an Icelandic brand. And I went to Iceland years ago to visit my friend with the very Icelandic name Bjorn, and stayed with his with his family, and. Um, completely fell in love with it it was like the most crazy have you been yeah i have oh my god it's like my favorite place ever um and then i won a competition with raker vodka It was like a 24-hour cocktail competition it was like 96 bartenders had 15 minutes each or something like that anyway somehow won that and then got to go to iceland with the brand and i remember the brand ambassador at the time guy called joe Petch. i was like I want your job and we were quite a new volcano <laughs> and I was gonna like shove him in but anyway Doesn't I waited two years. No he probably he does now um I waited <laughs> two years and then he is now the global ambassador for Monkey Shoulder so I was like hey <laughs> <laughs> yeah it wasn't that easy but yeah I went to the, to the job but in my interview I discussed an event which couldn't happen for various reasons but that is what I've chosen for today's
0: thing. I'm so excited. Well, yeah. the theme of Desert Island is anything is possible. You have all the money in the world and you can even bring people back from the dead if you want. I didn't so, know that. Oh, well, better start thinking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what is your dream event?
1: Hold on to your hat. You probably should wear a hat to hold on to it. It's I called have- the Brixton Lagoon.
0: <laughs> Brixton Lagoon. Sounds like a cocktail.
1: Sounds like a crap pond in Brockwell Park. Um, <laughs> yeah, so as I said, I pitched this for my interview. There were loads of logistic nightmares because when you're talking about um, events, because this was obviously pitched for Reiki Vodka. When you're talking about booze and water, there are some difficulties in terms of you know potential. Oops, got an email. There you go. That was it. That was them saying don't talk about this event. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so obviously there's lots of logistical things like health and safety and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it would be really, really expensive. So it's going to be in Brixton, Lido. I don't know how well you know Brixton, but I grew up there and I remember going to Lido as a kid. It's got a very nice kind of uh, nostalgia for me, that kind of gross smell of the Lido. Um, and the date would be New Year's Day for a few reasons. And basically the idea is like, you been what did you do when you went to iceland
0: i was in reykjavik i did the golden circle tour i went to the blue lagoon i saw the northern lights but when i went they had like the most snowfall in like 80, 80 years or so so um like we were like fully snowed in um and like we had to fit everything on into like 2 days instead of 4 days because everything was cancelled you couldn't get anywhere
1: nice so that is what i love about iceland how it's all up to mother nature you can book wherever yep. you want that like, now today or you can pay loads of money and go see northern lights and she's like <laughs> mm-hmm. um so those two things the blue lagoon and northern lights i think are the sort of biggest draws for people when they go to iceland for the first time so that is what i wanted to bring back to brixton and so the idea would be because obviously the lido is probably quite cold so it would heat it up
0: <laughs> oh my god
1: <laughs> 37 degrees it has to be exact
0: okay
1: um, We'd also the idea of it being in January New Year's Day, so it would be really cold outside because um, obviously it's an open air swimming pool. And I remember once being in a, it's called the Secret Lagoon. They're not very imaginative with their names in Iceland. Like this lagoon is a bit secret. Let's call it the Secret Lagoon. And it was like forty degrees underwater, and then minus ten, and my hair went all like crispy and froze, and then it started snowing, and I was like, oh my god, it's amazing. So we would need snow machines. But this is like the event, this is a desert islands. So maybe I could just call on some snow, like real snow. Yeah, it would yeah. Be there we go. It would be snowing. And obviously northern lights don't come this far south. Um, and even in a desert island event situation, I wouldn't want to manipulate nature.
0: <laughs> yeah. So
1: what I would do is, we did this cool thing once where you can spray water up in like a kind of fountain, really, with really sort of fine mist, and then you can project northern lights or whatever onto it we did that on like a canal somewhere. But we, I'd like to do that in a massive, much bigger um, way. And then also have like a, a DJ playing like, you know, Nordic beats. <laughs> and uh, Northern Lights would be in time to that. So it's kind of like a visual audio, like, whoa, you're in the water, you're hot. There's snow falling, there's Northern Lights over there. Um, there would be a massive ice sculpture of a puffin, which is actually fake luge.
0: okay so first of all how big is brixton lido how many people are we going to fit in here
1: that's a very good question i think okay i don't actually know should i, should I check <laughs>
0: <laughs> how big is brixton lido
1: <laughs> capacity of brixton lido like <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And then
0: follow-up, is this yeah. like an all-day event? Is this an evening event?
1: So another reason for it being in, it doesn't say, for it being in January, New Year's Day in particular, is because there is very little daylight. So it would start late afternoon as the light started to drop and it would go on into the night. So it would definitely be a kind of going into the darkness. So people would arrive, hopefully with a bit of daylight, and then it would get darker and then the Northern lights would start coming I mean, and it would give us time to sort of transform into an Icelandic scenescape and like they would the entrance would be a kind of narnia wardrobe vibe and you go through and there's like loads of uh, massive fluffy dressing gowns which you put on yeah
0: You're
1: like, just like the blue lagoon just like the blue lagoon yeah and then uh, yeah I forgot about them and yeah
0: don't forget the slippers
1: slippers are essential hygiene thing although <laughs> in Iceland a Blue Lagoon, less so, but like the the traditional sort of actual swimming pools, because all the swimming pools there are the same geothermal stuff. It's just the Blue Lagoon is like the big kind of, whoa. Yeah. Tourist one. But um, there's a rule about showering naked. So I don't know if that needs to be enforced, but there's literally like, <laughs> there's literally diagrams on the wall of which bits you should focus on. <laughs> And in some real hardcore places, they've got people like monitors who are like, you need to take your things off and wash properly, Mr. You. And um, that's always slightly terrified me, being kind of a sheltered British dweeb. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah,
0: that would would scare me as well. I'd be like, please don't watch me.
1: (laughs) I know. Maybe it would weed out, like, maybe it would just get the sort of hardcore fans along. No, I don't think it needs to be more inclusive. I think. You can shout however you want.
0: Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say the hardcore fans. I think maybe some questionable people would be there. But. Good point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, obviously, we've got Iceland. We've got the Northern Lights being protected. Um, Which is like, give me, obviously, we don't know how big Brixen Lido is. We're just going to make up a number. What's the number?
1: In terms of people, let's say a thousand
0: okay great a thousand people bricks and lido love it um how are people being invited to this event is it like exclusive do they have to buy tickets do they get like anything on entry
1: so i thought um i would like to offer this sort of firstly to hospitality people another reason for it being on new year's day is that it's a kind of a recovery for lots of hospitality people who have worked the night before obviously in my desert island events COVID is just a weird word that someone said doesn't exist doesn't um, exist
0: here
1: exactly so yeah they'd be all knackered and I'd like them to come and be fully pampered first I'd probably have like a couple of hours of like just hospital peeps chilling out saying hello as if they chilled they'd be getting smashed anyway responding uh, <laughs> enjoying themselves and um and I was thinking for like, I'd obviously have to invite influencers, but not like NAF ones, like good ones, <laughs> good ones that have the same sort of values as we do, you know, all sorts of like adventure and nature and being outdoors. And what Are you an you-
0: influencer?
1: No. I'd, what class is an influencer?
0: I don't know. You're influential within the drinks and hospitality industry. That yeah. makes you an influencer, right? Is
1: that why you invited me on here? I'm sorry to disappoint you. <laughs>
0: No, I like interesting people. And I think bringing a brand ambassador on would be really exciting to come up with a fun event and look where we are right now. We have got Brixton Lido turning into the Blue Lagoon.
1: Yeah, but what I love is also the contrast of you're in Brixton and that particular part, we well, it's more like Herne Hill, I guess that bit, but you know, there are some rougher areas to it. Some slightly more rundown vibes. It's such a colorful place with so many cultures coming together. And the idea is that you've got all these and going and then you go into this Icelandic. Anyway, I really want this to happen now. So I think we should make it happen. But your question was invite. So I was thinking, can we, yeah, we can make like a, a kind of ice. This is so weird. An ice tray. Yeah. Mold of an invite. So the idea is, but they don't okay. know what it is. So they go and they fill it up. You say you fill it up, leave it in the freezer for 12 hours and take it out. And it's like the invite and the date. It could be on one of those like square blocks and on the top of it it says la la la. Or we could send people ice cubes in the post, like big fat ones that we've stamped with it has to be ice, basically. <laughs> That's the thing. So, like,
0: Cold, okay, so it has to be ice. So you would have to like you wouldn't be able to post it. You'd have to hand deliver it in refrigerated vans, or like you'd have to get on your bike with an ice box and go around delivering these ice cubes across yeah. London.
1: I think I would do that. And also, it's like a piece. I saw outside the Tate once, there were these big lumps of ice. And it was to represent, you know, the glacier's demise. And every time I go to Iceland, which is like, I don't know, 15 times now, I go, to, sometimes I go to the same glacier a bit and I see the points of how it's sort of retreating. So there would be a whole environmental awareness piece there. So I would sort of, yeah, I'd be up for cycling around. Or skateboarding. Yeah. I'd be a really good skateboarder in desert island events. So I would skateboard around
0: it'd be like really sustainable as well or you could have the ice cubes made at local pubs and then you just have to go and pick them up um oh yeah that one (laughs) (laughs) Thank
1: (laughs) you. (laughs) that's an idea and it doesn't have to be restricted to london it could be yeah you just have to
0: make those ice cubes for 12 hours in each place and then pop them back over
1: yeah it's uh,
0: i mean it doesn't take 12 hours to make ice cubes but
1: it might to make loads, but yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. Thank you.
0: <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so you said we are going to pamper the hospitality folk when they arrive. Um, are we putting in a spa? Like, what what kind of pampering are we doing? Obviously, there's the drinks, but we'll, we'll get to the food and drink in a moment. Cool.
1: So, there's lots of research being done around, you know, forest bathing, or shinrin-yoku, I think it's called in Japan, and how... In pine trees, there's something called pinosilvin, which is a really amusing word, which <laughs> stimulates your respiratory systems while acting like a mild sedative. Also, moss, Icelandic moss in particular, has loads of like good qualities. I don't know what they are, I can't remember. But um, the idea would be to have like loads of those uh, like essential oil diffusers. The steamy things, steamy boys, have them everywhere, giant ones. So the whole, it would just be layered with these amazing aromas that are just putting people at ease and we'd have um like lounge chairs made out of ice with fake obviously fake like reindeer fur that's still good right fake fur is fake fur bad because it it makes you want real fur I don't know I don't know some sort of fluffy shit would be on the I I
0: like fluffy I like fluffy
1: we'll go fluffy like my hair fluffy Mm. things and um
0: I don't think people want to be laying down on your hair though do they like just i could grow it
1: (laughs) and then sprinkle it
0: i mean you literally have 11 months to do so
1: oh yeah that's a good point i remember once when i I went to brighton union studied music which ended up really well um and i made a friend and she cut my hair once and she was very good at it i think she used to be a, a professional hairdresser and i was like this is great and then two weeks later she showed up at the pub i was working in with her with a sock puppet stuff with my hair. And I was like, man, I delete. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's got more of it. And I can ask, ring her up. Like, have you got any more of my hair? This has gone very strange. Anyway, you know, <laughs> they've got that kind of, it's like a good bacteria kind of mud vibe. There'd be piles yeah. of that everywhere. So you can almost have like a mud fight, but with this amazing sort of cleansing Mud vibe. Oh, I've got another email. Don't talk about the mud. Okay. (laughs) Um, And like, obviously, massage people, misuses, miss. Is there is there a plural to misuse? we Messieurs? No, (laughs)
0: messieurs. That's the French for. um, Is it? (laughs) messieurs I don't know. We'll figure that out. We'll we'll just cut this part out.
1: (laughs) Oh, this is the best bit. No, it'll just be a vibe. (laughs) There you go. It'll be a
0: vibe. I don't know how to cut bits out, so it will still be in here. (laughs) And yeah oh like the mud packs that you get um in the blue lagoon like you swim up and then they just give you some and then you just rub, rub it on your face
1: yeah that kind of stuff just to get people also would i take people's phones away i think i would i think that would be a big thing i think we'd have loads of photographers and whatever around so if people wanted to like do some yeah afterwards that'd be fine but in my desert island events there is no need to be showing off stuff on instagram so i guess the idea would be take the phones away so they can be properly in the moment and that in itself would be a kind of restorative tool you know you'd be mindful of all the things going on and not like no take a picture of my foot
0: so like when you check in you check in your clothes and your phone yeah not all your clothes obviously just for anyone listening Um, (laughs) and checking your clothes and checking your phone
1: that's it, yeah, definitely.
0: Okay, so we got the pampering done. How long's the pampering going on for?
1: An hour it's to get people there early because obviously hospital peeps are often late if they don't have to be somewhere. Which Just is tell
0: them there's free pampering. Otherwise, exactly. they'll still be somewhere pre-drinking.
1: Yep. So free, free pampering for the first hour.
0: It's a good way to get people through that door. I'd go for the free pampering. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, then I'm assuming the next part is we're getting this party started?
1: Yes. So I figured there would also be a bar serving, all the usual things, but our specialties would be martinis, Mm -hmm. particularly Gibson's, with a little pickled onion, because I love that, and Icelandic people love pickled food. Anyway, there would also be Einstock white ale, which is a kind of Icelandic white beer, which... Is uh, brewed with grapefruit and coriander seed, which is really nice.
0: Yeah.
1: It's kind of like an aura. If you don't like beer, you still kind of like this one. If you do like beer, you're like, oh, that's an interesting beer, darling. Yes. And then also, I'm
0: allergic. So, so
1: all the beers. <laughs> well, this next one for you. Um, it's like a kind of, have you ever had a screwdriver like Vodka and Orange? Yeah.
0: yeah. It's vodka, <laughs> vodka Orange.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah a... Well, we got one next. Make a clementine because New Year's Eve uh, day, they'll clementine still be in season. Yeah, you've got some Orgeat, which is that kind of almond syrup. You've got a touch of sherry, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: angostura bitters for cinnamon clove vibes, and it's basically heated up and it's kind of like a a hot, spicy screwdriver, which is immense.
0: I will drink so many of those, and that'll
1: be in just vats. And because it's kind of like yellowy, it looks a bit like lava. Be like, there's a lava thing. There you go.
0: <laughs> How are we serving these drinks? Like, have we got any fancy glassware?
1: Yes. It's going to be made out of ice. No, the <laughs> martini, the ice, ice martini glasses. Yeah. Which is a really stupid idea, because they'll just drop and be slippery and whatever, but I think that will be cool. Yeah, Don't as soon as, as
0: you go near the lagoon, <laughs> done a
1: Yeah, and the white ale will be served in traditional... Icelandic horns,
0: mm-hmm.
1: horns. What they? I think that's what they're called drinking horns Yeah. and then yeah the hot oranges will be served in my little adventure mugs I need to send you one of them it's basically you can clip it on so they can walk around clipped onto their their dressing gown belt loop and then yes. dressed, they can just go fill it up thank you and then clip it on and then it's you know, more sustainable they keep the mug
0: I like that loving the sustainability technically isn't glassware made out of ice sustainable well no because then you'd have to keep making loads of it
1: yeah not too sure about that um but in the desert island events there would be free energy so it would be fine not free energy renewable (laughs) (laughs) okay
0: and then we have the bar and obviously this is a party for hospitality and bartender folk so are we just going to self-serve or do we have bartenders who who's the unlucky
1: Oh, so you said I could bring people back from the dead. Yeah. So there's a whole bunch of people from the Icelandic sagas, which I would bring back. They're mainly kind of white men, though, so it needs to be a bit more diverse. But anyway, there's a guy called Ragnar Lothbrok who... uh, I don't know if you've seen that program, Vikings?
0: No, I haven't.
1: I really like him because he he started as a farmer and then ended up like king of Norway or something. But what people don't know about him is that Lothbrok... So Ragnar means like warrior of the gods in Icelandic, which is very dramatic. But then Lothbrok means fluffy pants. So it's kind of like warrior fluffy <laughs> pants. So he's funny. So I'd bring him back and have a little name badge saying fluffy pants. And he yeah. would be on the um, the hot screwdriver place, just looking miserable. And then there's a guy called Leif Eriksson who discovered North America before Columbus did and never really got any recognition. So i get him so he could tell his story. So he'd be like, you know, that was me, yeah? Um, I'm sure he'd appreciate that.
0: Just because we love talking to bartenders, so this would be a great story.
1: Yeah, they'd be like, wow, that's crazy. Did you see that guy? Um, those two, I reckon, could hack the bar. They're both explorers and sort of warriors. They could, we'll see how they do.
0: <laughs> Thousand people and two bartenders.
1: Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So the hot OJ will be prepared in advance. The iron stock is already going to be in the fridge and the martinis could be pre-batched. So that should be right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I think we've all done a shift before where there's only two of us and a thousand people at the bar.
1: Exactly, and then I would obviously, you know, occasionally step behind and help, maybe, if lucky.
0: And we're all we're all in the industry. We can always just jump in. Maybe not whatever influences you have planned, because I don't know how much they'll know.
1: (laughs) Probably nothing. I'd also have um, puffins walking around. So eight puffins in a circle with a tray on their head walking around but they'd be very happy they'd be following the line of sand eels which is their food and they'd walk up with drink drinks in their head and they'd be fine well fed and
0: you mentioned uh ice sculpture slash luge
1: earlier yeah i love a luge i think they're amazing i could stand there Mm -hmm. staring for ages so yeah it'd be a massive puffin pour the vodka into his mouth and it comes out of his um tail tail (laughs) yeah (laughs) And hour, but no. That's how we should serve the martinis. There you go, through there, through the mat, and it would be huge.
0: It's like a nice way to chill them whilst they're going through.
1: On okay, route, yeah, people can enjoy it with their eyes rather than their phones.
0: Okay, so I feel like the we can't get the frozen martini glasses anywhere near the lagoon because they'll just go like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. There would be.
0: It would have to be like OJ and drinking horns only, like. Within. Yeah, I think that's good though. You don't really want like
1: well strong spirit vibes when you are because I remember like whenever I go to the various lagoons, styling, <laughs> If I ever have a prosecco in there or something stronger than a beer, it definitely makes you feel a bit fizzy quicker than normal because of that kind of heat. So I think we'll keep the strong booze away from the from the hot water. This is why see logistics. Uh,
0: right <laughs> there okay Um, and then entertainment who have we got what have we got
1: so we've got that Nordic Beats DJ mm-hmm. and
0: that's it that's <laughs>
1: it yeah I think so I don't think they're supposed to be there kind of helping create the ambiance. and in this thing the focus is coming into an, a space and being transported to like Iceland so they would be there to help provide the ambulance and kind of help build momentum through the night. And then obviously the what, there's a name for it? Visual artist? Anyway, digital? Anyway, um, there's a guy I know who helped do all the CGI on Batman. So he would be the one, and we've worked with him before, projecting the Northern Lights. Yeah. The thing. And then that would be in time. And then also the Northern Lights would occasionally turn into like puffins or whales or sort of weird 3D looking things that are sort of jumping out. So it's very much kind of a little bit trippy, but in a kind of uh, cheerful Icelandic quirky way. Elf and, stuff.
0: and is there anything that we have? Oh, actually. Um... Oh, I've forgotten the question now. Um, food. Do... Food. There we go. Food. Talk to me about food. It's like my favourite thing to talk about on these podcasts. I've just forgotten it. i have just I'm so mesmerised by the lagoon. Talk to me about food. Talk I food like to that. me.
1: I listened to your, was it Masquerade Murder Mystery one? And the guy was like, I'll have five courses, not seven. I was like, I respect you, man. That was good. <laughs> um, that sounded delicious. But I would have tomato soup. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in a <the> drinking horn? <laughs>
1: like no, maybe, yeah. It could be. No, it would be in the mug. It could be multi-mug. Okay. multi, multi mug. Um Yeah tomato soup because in iceland they so funny they use geothermal energy they tried to grow bananas it didn't work they used it to grow tomatoes and it really did work so there's like tomatoes everywhere in iceland in these amazing sort of greenhouses and um i always just have the best tomato soup they also cook rye bread underground um using like uh, lava rock and stuff and it's amazing kind yeah. it of slightly sweet really dark rye bread so it'd be like rye bread cheese toasties dipped into this amazing sort of uh, tomato soup so it'd be like Serious tomato soup, like umami central, and then also mm-hmm. Icelandic hot dogs. <laughs> did you have any hot yeah. dogs there?
0: <laughs> I did.
1: <laughs> They're so good. So like, yeah, of like with the mustard and the crispy onions and the raw onions, and it's like a beer, a beer dog. I hate saying that, but obviously there would be vegan alternatives as well. Yeah, I think that'd be good. Hot dogs and soup.
0: Keep it simple. Exactly. Yeah. And you don't need any dessert. This is your event, so if you want dessert, you should have dessert. If you don't, that's fine.
1: And Icelandic people, their favourite snack is ice cream, even in midwinter. So I think I'd have to respect that and have some ice cream there going on. I What's
0: your favourite ice cream?
1: Uh, my brain immediately jumped to pistachio, and I'm going to have to agree with it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so pistachio ice cream.
1: There you go, yeah. And it's also a bit green, which is nice. All the nice. There you go. Green ice okay. cream.
0: And how are we closing out this event?
1: Just turn all the lights up. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Just those, like a bar. Turn the uh, cold water tap on in the lagoon. Um, so New Year's Eve in Iceland, I know we're talking about New Year's Day, they have a huge fireworks display, like massive, because during the year fireworks are banned due to various whatever reasons and c- keeping the peace as it were. Um, but between, there's like six days between Christmas and New Year's Day, I think, where you're allowed uh, fireworks. And it is absolutely massive. I streamed it this year and it's like nothing like you've ever seen. And it is constant. And then they, they give all the money raised for the fireworks to like search and rescue volunteer peeps. So I'd like to finish it with an absolutely ginormous fireworks display. But then I would also provide um, earmuffs for dogs for a 10 mile radius. Aww because they're so annoying I'm like yeah fireworks and then you see the dog and you're like ah the dog is sad but the fireworks are cool so it needs to be you know keep everyone happy
0: yeah I mean my kitten just goes up and looks to the window like when we got her and we had her her. over the years yeah she's she's just there like I think she got scared she was like what is this and then she was she'd just go up to the window and sit there like sounds like a legend she can come Ah, she's super bougie like she only eats expensive food
1: you know, I keep talking about Iceland like a mega nerd, but they, I think they banned dogs as a pet for ages because it was seen to be like a, like a kind of poor person's pet for some reason, I don't know why. And then cats, cats are like a massive thing. They've got their own Facebook. I don't know who runs it. But <laughs> cats are massive in Iceland, nice, which yeah. There'll be loads of cats there. They need, okay. Yeah, not influencers, cats. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we've got Pampering, Kittens, Lagoon, vodka luge well martini luge gibson yeah. luge or all three luges there you go yeah puffins that's with good. trays that sounds yes. really good um do we get anything to take away from this event or i'm sure there's going to be an after party that everyone is going to head to
1: yeah i'm always really bad to go into after parties so someone else can organize it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that, that's that's not in the remit <laughs> that's yeah that's not in the remit of this event no that's fine
1: yeah people would take just their immense memories away and the idea would be it's just for those peeps it's not about gaining reach or anything and there's no measuring or evaluation afterwards it's just an amazing thing for those people at that time and then that's it i quite like that it kind of happens and it's gone you're like
0: sweet yeah okay um and then final question who's hanging out with you this whole time this party
1: your cat (laughs) <laughs> your, cat will be monitored. your cat will be head of security uh have you seen there's a spillage over there <laughs>
0: she's she's only f- she'll be she's five months old i mean i suppose she'll be like a month and a half a year and a half by the oh, time she, this happens
1: yeah <laughs> does that work <laughs> no on zoom no okay
0: no i mean i do chuck her out. i don't chuck her out but she's uh, she's outside the room <laughs> yeah um, she was actually scratching know. at the door earlier
1: really <laughs> I uh, I think I would be a lone person and just go around, making sure everyone's all right. Quite right. Oh, You've got to
0: enjoy yourself, though.
1: I think I would by doing yeah. that. I think if I had some person next to me all the time, I'd be like, do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to go see everyone. Um, probably my, my BA fam in uh, in William Graham's and Sons, I'd probably like to keep them close because I can get them to do work, but um, also they're quite nice. <laughs> yeah.
0: So they get like the VIP treatment.
1: Exactly, yeah, definitely.
0: Okay. Amazing. So I think that's everything. Um, if people want to contact you uh, and like get in touch with you, find you online, what's the best way to do that?
1: No, I'm busy, sorry. No, it's um <laughs> shameless plug. You can find me at, at fab sting. I don't know if I should change that, you know, it's been years. Anyway, F A B S T I N G. Is it Fab Sting or is it Fabs Ting? Who knows? I don't know.
0: That's a good point. Which one is it?
1: I don't know. I think it started I think it's supposed to be both. I don't know who I was 10 years ago and I made it, but yeah.
0: (laughs) Amazing. Well, thank you so, so much for sharing your dream event with us. That was really fun. And I'm I'm putting it in my diary, New Year's Day 2022.
1: I'm actually going to try and make this happen one day. So thanks very much for this opportunity to bring it back up. It's very exciting.
0: Yeah. I mean, if anyone ever doubts you, just say, hey, but it's true, it's on a podcast
1: exactly and this podcast is huge
0: yeah yeah i mean the. O- <laughs> i mean the only reason i do this is to get invited to parties so oh
1: yeah yeah
0: well thank you so so much um and thank you everyone for listening if you'd like to find out more about desert island events you can head to our website desertislandevents.com or find us on social media we are on tiktok <laughs> tiktok pinterest instagram Oh, I've forgotten all the social media, Sam. Um, yeah, we are on all the social media at Desert Island events. Uh, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you again next week. Uh.